Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined as always by Trace Finicaro and Ahissa Milano. That is a one Gunner Kennedy. We are also joined by a very special guest, a one Mick O'Haran, <clears throat> hailing from Oneida, New York, but currently residing in Pearl River, New York. Um, he's also the owner of Revolution Tattoo Company, and he's been tattooing for, if my math is correct, roughly 17 years, Mick. Is that correct? Yeah, we're, we're approaching 17 at this point. Well, welcome to the show, and thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Of course. So, Mick, I believe uh, I'm just going to start off from kind of what maybe have had potentially uh, struck the rod here to, to get you on here. Um, <laughs> your old classmate and Trace's wife, Jenny Finicaro, made a comment, I believe, on an Ink Master video on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and I believe your stance was, and I actually wanted to hear it out, your stance was that Ink Master kind has kind of had a negative impact on the tattooing industry it's had uh, to put it out there it's had positive and negative impacts um for me i see more of the negative impacts because i'm kind of used to the way things were back in the day um but but there's some positive and i've had friends on ink master but really i just yeah i just that's wild to me, it, it didn't show the tattoo uh, business in an appropriate way that, like, it, it gives it, it gives people just enough information to make a make them somewhat somewhat knowledgeable, but dangerous mm -hmm. enough where they don't have enough information, but think they're overeducated on something. This sounds like the craft brew industry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything anything that uh tv gets its hands on will do that so, so, so i yeah trace go ahead, go ahead. so i i, I come no, from this from from a slightly different perspective because prior to this i don't have any ink on me um it's not something that i've really been been um uh interested in but a lot of my friends do and um so you know we we see it on Netflix. We see it come up and we, I skip over it. I'm like, you know, I, some of these art shows I'm into, but man, I see Dave Navarro standing there and I'm like, ah, he's going to be, he's going to like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to watch him shout at people about tattoos. And finally, we, we especially give it a with all of his wonderful ones. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> they, I, you know, I, I kind of like, I kind of, you know, as a, I don't know, backseat driver, I guess I kind of judge. I'm looking, I'm like, are his tattoos really this great? But at the same token, um, he's, he seems to be a fairly good host. Like he has, you know, one thing I envy with the shows is that it's, it's gotta be difficult for the host to, um, you know, repeat themselves so many times and keep reiterating, you know, the purpose of each challenge um, and be concise about why people um, stay or why people are eliminated. So that part of it, like, I do really think he's a good host. And I'm glad I, I actually I've never seen him do anything except for music. So I'm kind of glad to see him as a host. So I kind of like that element. But from a tattoo perspective, like I wouldn't have known prior to watching that show, I wouldn't have known the different kind of, um, I'll call them subgenres, although to you, they're probably simply genres. Um, um, 
but these these genres of tattoos, I never would have known that. First of all, like the if somebody has a black and white tattoo, I would call it black and white, but that's wrong. It's called black and gray. I wouldn't have known that. I also didn't know that it's one of the oldest forms of tattoo. Um, they say that it originated in prisons. Um, so it ends up being one of the oldest forms of tattoo. So as I'm watching the show, I'm like, well, now if I do happen to be caught in between two of my good friends talking about tattoos, I at least know a little bit more about it. So I'm kind of coming from it as like, a, I don't know anything perspective. So for me, I'm like, this is kind of neat. Although what I do did notice is they show almost none of the tattooing itself. Yes. So like a tattoo takes five or six hours. Most of the time they show the expressions on the patient's face mm -hmm. and they show like the wiping of the ink. For some reason, they're constantly showing the wiping of the ink and they show them dipping it into the ink. So, you know, from like an artistic perspective, now I don't do... I, I, I don't paint. I don't draw. Um, I do compose music um, as a hobby. So I can totally appreciate from a creative perspective, like they're cutting out the actual tough part right. that a tattooer would be watching. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's definitely accurate. Um, it'd be kind of like, depending on, on like what kind of music com you compose, you know, like if you're, if you're doing like electronic music, it they're essentially by us showing the person either wiping ink away or dipping their their tattoo machine in the ink. They're essentially showing you clicking loop. Yeah, that's all they're really doing. You know, um, when it comes to like the actual uh, different sections of tattooing and like what some of the some of it's called black and gray versus you know traditional realism. Um, you know, what they called neo-traditional, which I think is, is, is completely moronic because neo meaning new, traditional meaning old. How could you have something that's new and old at the same time? But listen, I didn't create the names. It's all good. But, uh, you know, I, I can't... Uh, it, that kind of information for for people like you and and I don't mean you people. Um, that's a you uh, people. What do you mean, you uncultured swines? <laughs> <laughs> that was a Tropic Thunder uh, reference. Just so you know, <laughs> you can look that one up, Trace. Um, oh, I've seen it. I've seen. Uh, if I get this right, it's Robert Downey Jr. doing blackface. If I get that right. Yes. I got the right movie. Yeah, absolutely. all right. That's I didn't murder yeah. that one. Yes. All right. Okay, cool. I was worried, especially last week with the, the three seashells. <laughs> hey, I said two, so I didn't even get the number right. I know, I know. Um sorry, I had to bring that up. Um yes. but absolutely. for for someone who doesn't know anything about it, you know, like my mom, you know, my mom's sitting up there in Oneida Castle watching mm -hmm. this once in a while just to get a little glimpse of what her son is doing four and a half hours away from her. You know, I don't think that's bad. I don't think that's a terrible thing. The part that sucks is these, the people that think that like all of a sudden they've watched one show of ink master and they're like judge, jury and executioner. And I mean, art just like music is completely like, for the person you know like maybe yeah. maybe i like like american traditional type stuff which is you know the style that i focus more on 
And maybe you like, you know, yeah, maybe you like real black and gray realism, you know, like you want you want a picture of your grandma on you, you know, like whatever. But like when people think like if you're able to do realism, you've done you're able to tattoo anything. That's like the biggest for like thing that is inaccurate, you know. You can hide stuff in realism so much easier than you can like even even doing traditional stuff. Because if I'm pulling a a thick bold line and it wavers at all, dude, that that line is dead. You know <laughs> that that sucks. You either thicken it up to the point where now you look like you know you're drawing with a sharpie marker on someone, hmm. right? And then you know so. So, so there's both sides to it, you know. When it comes to the hosts, and and I know you had mentioned the host, Dave Navarro. I, I don't know. I thought he was overrated since Jane's addiction, but that might be my <laughs> hatred for Perry Farrell. Um, <laughs> he also has way too much eyeliner, man. He should give it a rest. That went out back in like the eighties. <laughs> you know, anyway, it's, fun, it's um, funny because when my ten year old saw the thumbnail of him, like like on on IMDb, or, or actually. Yeah, I think it's on IMDb. Um, he's just like, no. <laughs> and in my, my oldest has hair that touches his shoulders. He has no problems with being mistaken for a female. And he saw all that eyeliner, and he's like, no, there's something wrong with that man. And I'm like, I'm glad that you feel that way. True, yeah. Yeah, show him a picture of Perry Farrell and see what he thinks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my my nineteen my nineteen nineties hatred for Jane's addiction is coming out. I apologize. You know, I'll I'll be honest. I, I've always felt that Jane's addiction was overrated. So I Completely. actually I actually share this with you, but it's for me it's because I can't handle I can't handle the whining. I can't uh, handle the wine Oh uh, yeah. Well so so here's a question, because it's kind of it, it, way different movements. Do the dead Kennedys fall into the same? Do they say anything, or does 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 Jello kind of just being Jello's voice actually make it like sell it more? Because he has that. He 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 also kind of has a the d- whiny tone of voice. To no, his, the to dead Kennedys name. are. I don't know, man. I don't think you can compare those two. Well, no, but yeah. so, but is is that is that no? Well, because they're both they're both LA they're both LA nineties bands. I mean, like you know, the punks, the punks, the dead, the dead Kennedys were like the last gasp of when punk was actually like, "Hey, we're a- attempting to actually disassemble the system as it is," as opposed to, you know, what's awesome, the system. I, I always thought. I mean, the Kennedys, Kennedys started were, in, 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 in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of like com- you're you're kind of like comparing Demu Borgir with like the Beatles. Huh? Actually, so yeah, were the is is are the Kennedys Jane's addiction like the formed same? in eighty five, and I really didn't get super popular until like late eighties, early ninety. I would say early nineties and mid nineties. So, so, well, so, early nineties, so, so, let's call it that. It, yeah. Is 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 Jane's addiction effectively a glam a glam band that never got on the? Jane's addiction is when you take like a pretty raven haired fucking vapid guitarist that wants to seem like, (laughs) I don't know, deeper than he really is when he's pretty much a fucking kiddie pool and you find some homeless whiny bitch from under a bridge and then you make music with it. 
Wait, are, we're we're talking we're, we're we're talking about we're talking about Jan's addiction and not uh so, red hot chili peppers, right? So speaking well, of I mean, listen, if you want to go if you want to go to the red hot chili peppers, their worst album was the one with with Dave, Dave Navarro. Navarro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one hot minute. I mean, come on, yeah. dude. Agreed. Like, thank God that was only one hot minute, man. Because if I had to listen to that douchebag any longer, I would have like. But under the bridge myself. <laughs> Dave Navarro is kind of like, <laughs> like if Math, like like if Matthew McConaughey didn't evolve as a human being, like if he was just <laughs> that's fucking Dave Navarro. <laughs> um. So speaking of whiny bitches, um, this isn't really a great transition, but <laughs> Chris Nunez, um, sure. I feel like. He is like when it comes to that TV show. Um, I feel like he is. What's the best word to describe somebody who is like so crushingly mean? Um, he seems so crushingly uh. mean. Um, I, I feel like the you know the the judges will say something like, "We didn't love we didn't love any of your pieces," and he then he says, "They're all terrible." Right. Yeah. I think the I think yeah. I think the word you're looking for is British. Uh, stoic and amazing. Is that what you mean by British? Um, we'll go with that. You know, it's just, you know, it's it's the it's the it's the Simon Cowell, Piers Morgan. Uh, right. They kind of they they kind of have a bit. You know. Yeah, it's definitely the shock factor. I think with that. Um, listen, like like. As a tattooer, we towards each other are the most critical. You know, I have a guy that works for me, and there's times that I'll show him a piece and be like, hey, what do you think? You know, and we'll discuss it. There's times he'll show me a piece and we'll discuss it. You know, like we have to be critical of each other or else we're not growing as artists. Um, the way he puts things, you know, like sometimes you got to be brutal. You know, like if something isn't that good, then it's not that good. But that brings me, that's a great transition to the point of, A, these hosts are never really actually in the same room as the contestants. One. Really? Very Ooh. rarely are they actually there. Dave, uh, a few of my friends that I've spoken to said that Dave Navarro was there maybe once or twice that he actually saw. Two, uh, they keep these contestants up. It's it's like a real world, like the MTV's real world kind of thing. Like they keep these contestants up until like two, three in the morning, and then like, okay, now you got to do a four hour tattoo. It's like, are you are you kidding me? Like, how can you actually expect them to do their best work? In season um, two, they're they're even getting into the point where they're trying to do like cutthroat techniques on them. Yeah. There, there was a time where they've said, and, the, and there's actual documentation on this. Uh, sorry, I might have said that weird. My upstate New York shows once in a while. Uh, there's actual documentation on that um, where they will say, none of you are leaving until we have better TV. So that's like that's like that whole that whole like re fake reality mm -hmm. television they're creating and, drama and, and bullshit right. that isn't really there this it's is what i noticed with with season two i noticed that it's 
it actually seemed that they had intentionally planted mm-hmm. these types of people in there because some like one of them had three years of experience in season two. And although his, his story was great, um, the fact that he learned to tattoo while he was in prison and he's trying to make himself a better person when he actually starts interacting with the other cast, he's just trying to fuck with them. Yeah. He's just trying to get them kicked off the show by making them nervous while they're doing their work. And that's when I'm like, you know, I think there's people that are going to come back for the next season because they really like to watch Jersey Shore and not exactly. because they actually want to watch this tattooing. And that's interesting to me because like I did um what was the what was the series Netflix has it as well with the body painting. I can't remember the name of it right now. I don't know. Well, the name of it escapes me, but with that, there were several seasons. I want to say something, I think more than three seasons. Skin Wars? In Skin Wars, yes. And yeah. what I noticed by the end of Skin Wars was they never really took it to the Jersey Shore level. And as, as a viewer, I really appreciate that. But I also realized why maybe the producers didn't get as many views and therefore didn't get as much money from yeah. it. So I guess I can see both perspectives. But when it affects a professional industry that I work in, I might get offended by that. Very much so. And that's where a lot of us um, kind of like I'm, I'm in the New York metro area and Every I knew another season was going to be coming out in three to six months. Every time I got a phone call or I got a email from the the recruitment team from Ink Master, you know, we we all got them, and it was just there there it was just like an open casting call of like, come down, come talk to us, and like they would call me on the phone, and I mean. I'm kind of a sarcastic douchebag at times and like I would just start making shit up to them. You know, be like, "Oh, you'd be great on the show." It's like, "Yeah, you'd be great on a fucking skillet." And like hang up on them. Like, "Fuck off. Like I don't want to do your stupid show because I actually more care about my tattooing than yeah. like being some TV personality." And your and, and, and your experience minutes. as far as what you know. Well, yeah, that too. But right. for that 15 minutes, kind of ties into the question I'm about to ask. Um, how, I mean, do these tattoo artists get like a crazy bump like afterwards? I mean, some, some have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, have, I have a really, really close friend of mine who was on one of the last seasons um, because I think they've canceled it at this point. Um, but one of the last seasons, a really good friend of mine. And I said to him, I was like, yo man, do you, do you think it was worth it? And he was like, honestly, like it really was, he got a good bump in business, he, you know, because I mean, listen, mindless fish see you on TV and they think you're like good at what you do just because you're on TV. Now my friend is actually a terrific tattoo artist. Um, and, and like salt of the earth kind of dude. And, you know, like, like I was happy for him to be able to get that. But then like, there's these other guys that it's just like, like you have no business being on this show, you know, like all you're trying to do is like, start wearing like affliction t-shirts and rhinestone jeans. And none of us really give a shit about what kind of jeans you're wearing. I, I, to get off Ink Master, but we will jump back on. 
there were there was a a, a time there. I want to say probably five or six five or six years ago. Ink Master is okay. The reason I kind of like Ink, Ink Master is because there are sometimes I think a tattoo is kind of boring and nothing's going on with it. But then like the 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 hosts like Nunez will be like, actually, it's really really good, and this is why. So it's yeah. a little bit informative. Um, yeah. But there was this cover up show, and <laughs> there was there was a, a a woman and two guys, and I was always impressed with the the. The heavier set dude, I always felt it like really, really good cover ups. But I don't, you know, I, I don't know how I would imagine you need some skill in that, but I, I don't know if it's more difficult than just creating an original piece with a blank slate. Okay. When it comes to cover up, um, cover ups are extremely difficult. Um, and, and to cover things up right off the bat, it's not that dis- difficult because when you're tattooing the where the ink lays it sits above when you finish a tattoo it's it's from where it will actually sit all the way through to it saturates all the way through to the surface and as it's healing some of that ink pushes out that's kind of like where the scabs you know come you know come from or or like the 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 oozing of the tattoo uh to put it in like simpler terms so uh, you can put whatever color over anything, but when it comes to the longevity of it, once those lighter colors come out and you can see the darker color under it, that's where that's where the difficulty in cover-ups lie. You know, you have to you can only cover stuff up with darker darker colors than what have been used previously. You know, like I can't cover up black tribal with a white or skin tone overlay you know it just it will it adjust the color of it absolutely but it won't it won't cover anything up because that tribal will come right through it's only an additive process right yeah exactly so you're i mean essentially what you're saying is like they'll cover it up and it'll look awesome right then but maybe it won't look so awesome in like a year or so or 30 days oh jesus yeah. Uh, so actually, here here's a, here's kind of a, a a secondary question on that. So they have that, you know, the, the you know, and again that ties back to what color the base tattoo is. But they have the laser tattoo removal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you retattoo over an area that has had that process done to it? Absolutely. There's times okay, I've so sent people with. Like, and it's a thing from tribal, and and this goes this goes back to all of our 1990 selves. You know, we yeah. all got that like silly tribal that you know was like, oh man, that kind of looks cool and ethnic, and I want to be ethnic because I'm from yeah. upstate New York and I'm New crazy York. white. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so we go and we we get this tribal stuff because man, boy, do we look badass with it. Um. <laughs> I'm covered in tribal, by the way. Like, I've got like four <laughs> tribal pieces, so my shit talk is is also towards myself. So, any of you, you know, four thousand listeners that you guys are up to, right? Um, and <laughs> metric, right? Four thousand yeah. metric was divided by a thousand. <laughs> sliding, it's a sliding scale. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anybody that I'm offending, you can send your hate mail to Mick at Revolution Tattoo Company dot com. Not to these poor guys. 
four four thousand Zimbabwe <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, but yeah, like if you have like some super heavy dark stuff, I'll send you I'll send you to a place to get some laser removal, and then come back and once it's a little bit lighter, I can do a lot more with it. That's one thing that was interesting oh. with the show is they don't talk about that. It's not like, hey, we have these cover-ups, but they just went through six months of laser removal. <laughs> it's like, no, it's a straight-up cover-up. You're going over flowers yeah. that were put on three years ago that they now regret. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, and, if you and just I've got cover a, it black, you'll get booted. <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, I've got a story about that. I had a... Um, I had this girl come in one day. I had a, sh- I owned a shop down in Guttenberg, New Jersey, at one point, and uh, this girl came in and right over her, you know, lady bits, uh, she got, she got. I did this name Javier, and big script lettering, you know, and she oh, was all geez. excited about like you know her, lady bits being owned by Javier. Oh jeez. A week later, she comes in and she's oh. like crying. Me and Javier aren't together. Javier aren't together anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, what the? F- what am I gonna do with this? Like, all right, like, give me, it's, give me a few days. I'll figure something out. It's. it's we ended it's, up. It's a ahead. bird carrying. It's a bird carrying a sheep into in in, in into uh, Denny's or something like that. You know, it's. You, yeah, you gotta. Jesus so what fucking face fucking name tattoos you okay yeah no i'm just, i just name tattoos <laughs> you know you just uh, you just made an analogy between have a, a, a javier a javier vagina tattoo to a bird bringing a sheep into a denny's no you, you just and then, you, you, and then there was no. like a a mike tyson <laughs> reference in there like what was that no just name name ta- name tattoos Oh, I thought you right. said face tattoos as well. No, name name no? tattoos. Oh, okay. I, I heard, heard face, face tattoo. tattoo. Yeah, we all yeah, heard it. So it right. happened. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. All right. All in favor. <laughs> Three out of four. <laughs> what's what's Sorry, that? Gunner. What's that? What's yeah. that effect called? The Mandela effect? That's what I heard. The Mandela effect yes. happened. <laughs> you will, Mick, you you will know into reality. This? Are you familiar with the Mandela effect, Mick? Yeah. Yeah, that's what uh, happened. So Gunner actually didn't say it in this reality, but we were temporarily in a different reality. True. <laughs> that, it's all a simulation. The, the three of us minus him. I wish we were on the podcast talking about birds dragging sheeps into Denny's, though. Fuck, that sounds like a good podcast. It sounds like yeah. a good tattoo. Can I come back? Can I come back for that podcast? Oh, you're definitely yeah. absolutely already so far. You've proven you should you shall be one that is reinvited. Uh, I appreciate that. Of course. Even so, though you guys were Canistodians and I was an Oneidan. That's okay. You're neighbors. Right. I mean, you yeah. know what, though? I, I married one, so I obviously, uh, I obviously uh, was able to cross those lines. Death by association. <laughs> so those da- it's those damn Shelby, it's those Shelbyville motherfuckers. Us <laughs> spring, Springfielders don't have no pay, no, don't have no druthers for them. With their I, uh, Mick, so I have a... He, he, we got to finish the Javier, though. I, we got to finish the Javier. Oh, Javier. Yeah. No, that's right. That's <laughs> sorry to interrupt you, Wade. You got derailed. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm sorry to derail as well. So, so I listened to a lot of vinyl, and I was at home listening to vinyl. And there's, I believe it, it's Pink Floyd has the Finks album. Is it? No, it's not Floyd. It's is it not? Uh, yeah, I was gonna, not Unga Munga, right? 
I can't, I, I gotta be honest. I can't remember exactly what album it was, but I pulled out this album and it was this black Finks. And I was like, that is what we're going to cover up Javier with. Mm-hmm. And so I put a giant black cat over this lady's bits that used to be Javier. So now she can walk around saying she has a giant black pussy. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's that, that's, it's, that's, uh, that's, that's better than the bird sheep. It's functional. Is, yeah, and Mike Tyson <laughs> with tribal on his face. It's cool. <laughs> oh, so the bird sheep was what he was supposed to cover it up with? Is that what it was? No, it's just you're trying to figure out what the fucking cover. I I I've known people I've known people who have made this similar mistake in the fucking struggle. <laughs> I I gotta I gotta ask because <laughs> um, you... I'm sorry. No, I was gonna not, say I not, think not, you've made the mistake with your analogy. Yeah, well, I no, think you just put Javier <laughs> over your over your private part. Gunner. I think when you stare yeah. to the abyss, the abyss stares back. <laughs> no, the 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 abyss gets weirded out. Gunner, we're you gonna know, tattoo Javier on you, man. Yeah, uh, not not Javier related. Did you see that? Um, did you see that? Uh, temp tattoo printer that they're selling over in Japan. No, like like a consumer. Yes. Like a consumer brand printed, like you get an inkjet yes. and when you're done, instead of having a Word document, you have it on your arm. Yes. <laughs> Could you imagine doing like well, okay. like bizarre. Clippy from Clippy from Microsoft Word? Or well, that it's, the little it's, it's, word it's not, it's not a, guys? It's, an, it's not a permanent tattoo, it's a temp one. I gotta, I've seen it. It, it, that was a qualification. I did hear that. Um, I have seen a lot of these temporary tattoos and stuff like that. And it sounds like I have issue with everything that we're talking about. <laughs> well, no, no and I, I, but, I, again, because I, I, yeah, because this, this is this is where you know, like, you have the automation, but it's also like, do you think that at some point, because like, you know, not not anywhere near the level of permanence. I went to school for hairdressing because I'm a fucking nut. But, you know, it's the it, it's like we would always get the one client that would come in and it's like, I really want you to cons- I, I really want you to consider what you're asking me to do. Yeah. Yeah. All and, the time, man. You, you know, but it's like, you know, like, is there is there some stuff? It's like, really, before we do like, do you ever get to the point where like, here, we're going to do this as a temp one just to make sure that you're you know, like, this isn't really what it's going to look like. But no. I want you I want you to really consider what your life is going to be like once we've done this. I do that verbally. Okay. No. It, it, um, I'll, I'll see now. So, so I, I own my own shop, and yep. at this point, I have the luxury of saying, "No, I'm just no, not going to do that." Out. Yeah. You know, I, and I try to do it appropriately, but like, I, I, I had this when I turned forty. I had this like kind of come to God moment of like, "Listen, if I'm not smiling when I'm tattooing you, I'm not tattooing you anymore." Yep. You know, like. If I don't like you as a person, I don't want to tattoo you because it's going to come out in both of us, you know? Like, yeah. So, Mick, I actually so, I was so going to ask like a question. John oh, go ahead, sorry. Cusack. <laughs> I'm like the John Cusack in high fidelity of yeah. like, you know, no, I'm just not going to tattoo. I'm, I'm the I'm the the tattoo snob at this point. So, Mick, someone that's always wanted a tattoo, um, but I'm just a fucking square and that's just how I view myself. Um, so let's say, what would you suggest to someone if they, you know, first tattoo, 
Like, what would your suge- suggestions be? Like, should it be small? Should it be, you know, whatever you think you want, like right then and there? Is it something you should have been thinking about for like years or like what would be some advice as far as to someone who wants tattoos, but just has never gotten one and, and I had, you know, would be a newbie essentially to it. My biggest advice for that would be to have someone go in with an open mind. Uh, that's the most important part of being a client within tattooing is going in with an open mind and being willing to work with your your artist rather than saying like this is exactly what I want you know at this size you know if you have someone that comes in and they're so adamant about exactly what they want how they want it and it has to be this size sometimes you just can't you know like i can't fit like everything in the kitchen sink on one tattoo that's the size of a quarter it's just not possible right um you know but people get really set on something in their head because they've thought it it's like it's writing it's like writing your first album you have your entire life to write the your first album to come out with a bang and then your sophomore album, your record label, your record label is telling you you have a year and a half to do it and six weeks in the in the production. You know, like you're not gonna come out with an amazing record with that kind of pressure because you didn't have your whole life to write it. Not everybody can be the Steve Miller band and put out hit after hit, you know? Dad rock. <laughs> Better than yacht rock. Yeah. I think it's yeah. I think it's borderline right there. I don't, he, Christopher Cross is just making that. He's just <laughs> you're staving him off, but he's right at the door, knocking. Just hey, want a sale? I'll tell you, I really you're like gonna, Yacht Rock. Keep on knocking. Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock grows on me baby. more every time I listen to it. Uh, well, it's, it's also a sign because of your age. Yeah, it's also <laughs> it, it, it's it's also it's also it just to, general senescence setting in. Right, I used to listen to Michael McDonald doing regulators in high school, and now I listen to the original. Right. He used to listen. He used to. He used to listen to Michael. Mike. Yeah. You know, he used to Michael. Oh, why can't? Why can't I remember his last name? Regulators. Now he's listening to Michael Bolton. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He, That's actually. I masturbate to Michael Bolton actually, to pictures and music. Well, I mean, he. You know, the, 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 those <laughs> luscious locks. I celebrate his whole catalog. Speaking of <laughs> masturbating to Michael Bolton, um, so Mick, from what I understand, uh, you knew from an early age, um, you knew from an Where's early age that this? you wanted to flee Central New York. So uh, tell us a little oh. bit about that. <laughs> it's well, like an animal not wanting to drown, right? Right. <laughs> so, Gunner, what? <laughs> that was for that. Was just funny. That was good. Probably the funniest thing you've said tonight, Gunner. That's nice. <laughs> I didn't think you could top the fucking eagle taking it. I know. <laughs> the sheep into a Denny's. Gun- Gunner, I don't mean to sound cond- condescending. Please don't take it as such. It's okay. I can't, can't, we, got, we got Condoleezza Rice on. It's okay. That's, a, that's all good. <laughs> Condoleezza nice. Um, so, yeah, growing up in central New York, it was, it was interesting, you know? Um, 
it was it was all right. You know, there wasn't anything wrong with it, but I just I think my level of sarcasm mixed with my like a little bit of the pace that I liked my life to be was a little bit more than what that was. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I had it's a, a weird friends here. up there. It is. It is. Uh, the older I get, the more I appreciate it. But I also appreciate it because I can visit it and then leave it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, my parents still live in the same place that they did it in Oneida Castle. You know, right. um, my two sisters and by this isn't against them at all, but they're they're all within five, ten minutes of where we grew up. You know, I just, I went on, um, I was an exchange student into, uh, to the Czech Republic when I was, when I was a junior in high school or senior in high school. Yeah. It was 98 to 99. And from that point on, I was just like, I, I have to see more of the world rather than stick in the good old CNY, you know? Yeah. So, man, <laughs> so I, I'm start, you're starting to paint a, a really interesting picture. Um, you also, military as well, right? Yes, Air Force. So uh, what grade were you when you, um, when you studied abroad in the Czech Republic? That was 98 to 99, so that was a senior. All right. And uh, now they speak... Um, they speak Czech. their own language and yeah, Czech. Um, and it's now called the Czech Republic. Was it called the Czech Republic then? Yes, yeah. it was. It was the Czech Republic. Um, I, it, the funny story is, is the reason that I went to the Czech Republic is because there was an exchange student in our, in our school that was in the Czech Republic or from the Czech Republic. And mm-hmm. I started dating her. So you really did study abroad in the Czech Republic. Ooh, nice. Good dad joke. I like oh, it. yeah. <laughs> My mom's cringing at this point of the podcast when she's going to listen. I'm impressed that your Damn mom's it, listening Mick. to the podcast. What's your mom's name? Yeah, that's listener number nine. My mom is Beth. Hey, Beth. Hey, Beth. Welcome to the Friendship for listening. podcast. <laughs> We always we always laugh because my little sister threw parties once in a while when my parents were away, and I'm sure you guys were at one of them. And or they always laugh about like a cigarette or hosting. Yeah, <laughs> they always laugh about like finding a cigarette butt or puke somewhere. Sometimes I would write notes and put them in the freezer, so the parents <laughs> had evidence that we partied. I would put like, nice. there was 26 people in this house at, you know, 11 p.m. on Friday. And I would just slip the note in the freezer. And then the parent would come home, you know, it could be weeks later. They pull this note out and they're like, can you explain this, please? It was awesome. It was a nice little, nice little prank. Can- the, impar- the impressive part is the parents don't know because if you're, if you're like a smart, if, if you're like, I, I hate to use the word smart, but if you're smart about it, right, there's almost no evidence that you party. Like yeah. your friends are like, they're drunk, but they're still trying their hardest to clean up, you know, whatever mess that you made. Keep it together. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to start doing that to my friends' houses. 
<laughs> just going to write little notes and slide them in their freezer, wrap it around their hot dogs or something. Well, so here's a follow-up question. Is, is, it, is it actually worse to do it to strangers? Do what? Be, like, clarify the, your like, question. Okay, no. no so so I'm, I'm, I'm saying yes. Like saying, you just like... You, is it worse to get someone busted for having a party in their house that they didn't have? So they like you know huh. Trace's thing, you know is 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 talking the, about the breaking and entering? War. Yes, <laughs> is 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 the breaking and entering worse, or is the fucking getting somebody nailed for like blowing someone in for something like that the worst part of that? As far as uh, you imagine risking that much code. of your life. It just to drop a note off. A note that says, hey, I farted in your bed, your master bedroom 37 times while you were away. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the NASCAR event. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, a, 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 schedule, a, schedule, a scheduled tweet doesn't quite have the same impact. What if they touch. weren't? Wade, what if, they, what if you did that, but they weren't away? What if you Dutch ovened them while they were sleeping and oh. snuck out? Okay, well, I mean, that's that's very risky if they're still there and you've and you've broken and entered. Uh, I mean, you may have, you may have some assault charges or something. Wait, I don't really wait, know. wait, especially yeah. in yeah, Central New York. Yeah, well, actually, so but here's the thing: if you pull it off, <laughs> does it escalate above the Dutch oven to like the Dutch East Indy? Why is why is hey, I took a shit and I'm blaming it on your nine year old son. I'm not flushing. It's your nine year old son's fault. Yeah, <laughs> doing doing like Prove an upper decker. Prove me wrong. <laughs> like you make like a little bit of a mess that like a little kid might make, and they like they blame him, and then they go into the freezer like three weeks later, and it's like it was me. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> I shit and didn't flush. It did not flush. <laughs> I clogged your toilet twice. That's right. That's awesome. Oh man, toilet pranks. Meanwhile, like the parents like dragged the kid in there picture. and is, made him stare wait, wait, at it. Wait, wait, <laughs> would that would that, would that would that be an M Shizen? Sh- yeah, it would. <laughs> um <Psycho> so, <laughs> uh, so around here people use the phrase central New York. Yeah. Does that bother you? No. No, no? what bothers what bothers me is where I live in Rockland County, New York, they call that upstate. <laughs> Fucking crazy. These 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 New York City douchebags come up here like, oh, we're upstate. It's like, motherfucker, we're 20 minutes from you. Like, I can be in the middle of Manhattan in 20 minutes, and you're going to say I'm upstate? Like, why? Because we have fucking trees? <laughs> Isn't the threat? Yeah, the threshold is like water has to start flowing away from New York City as opposed to towards it, right? I mean, that's the that's I the mean, geographic cutoff. Every every toilet goes downhill, right? Yeah. I, I was going to try transitioning to some phantom shitting joke <laughs> have i intrigued you <laughs> i failed to pull it off um, it's okay so a, a lot of the times i'll refer to syracuse as upstate because i feel like to anyone else in the rest of the united states everything is upstate from new york city but yeah, around bullshit, here though. you're not allowed to call it upstate around here people are like no upstate is even higher we're central no no, that's northern New York. But it's like Rochester douchebag saying that, like, oh, no, we're not upstate or central New York. We're western New York. It's like, <laughs> bitch, you're 20 minutes from us. Stop. 
Stop. Yeah. Now, you said you've been on, you, you've had quite a few interviews uh, in the past regarding mm -hmm. What you referred to, and I made sure we cut this off because I wanted to just hear it. I wanted to hear it wrong right. because I don't even know what this is. You said regarding ink law. Um, right. So, so what what type of ink laws were you getting interviewed for? Okay, so about six years ago, without the consent of, without the consent or or even opinion of other tattooers, New York State thought it would be a great idea to create this law where we could only use these little prepackaged inks that that um, we'd have to use separate for every customer and stuff like that. And they just went and passed this. Now, I was out in Pittsburgh doing a guest spot when I got a phone call from a friend of mine from Queens that said, Mick, what, what the hell is going on? Like this, the guy who proposed the bill is from your from your jurisdiction like could you get me some information and get back to me on it and it started an uproar so there was a group of i would say there's probably about a group of five of us and this law was already passed and going into effect in three months mm -hmm. so we had three months to stop it and reverse it so within three months the group of us got together and and pretty much stopped the whole process because there was only one company making these kind of these kind of inks and i mean for those that don't know there's many different companies of inks just like there's different types of pens out there you know like some people like bic other people like what is that pentel or whatever you know so we have all of our own personal preferences of of what we would like to use and the way that this ink was was packaged what ink is is it's a powdered pigment in a solution mm -hmm. of of prep uh, uh can't even say uh just different blends of, of of how we like to use for consistencies and stuff like that um so we have to shake this stuff up and usually when you hear like if you're getting a tattoo and the person's shaking up their their ink bottle to pour it into the little ink cap um you're mixing up the the powdered pigment within the solution and nobody likes to be told what they have to do you know so so we fought we got it reversed um that was about six years ago and uh it's pretty cool you know, there was, it, it was cool to be able to, typically New York State, things run at a snail's pace when it comes yeah. to, like, political things. And for us to not only stop, but completely reverse the the bill that was already signed into law in three months was, was pretty, it was pretty cool. Now, I assume... I assume you're not under any non-disclosures about this, and you can talk about it freely, right? Um, you didn't get caught up in anyway. any. You would, okay, good for you. <laughs> I mean, maybe not. Um, so, so from the way I understand it, is is that there's this 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 new law that was being passed that affected tattoo artists. The tattoo artists, it sounds like they were largely weren't consulted before this law was passed. Yeah. So, I'm sure. At the time of all of this, people must have been asking, 
Why? I I so could I have a conspiracy theory and you'll probably dispel it or whatever. Was the politician pushing for this somehow financially connected to the company, the only company that supplied these packets? So you see why I, I had a disclaimer confirm. before I asked. <laughs> <laughs> you see why I asked. <laughs> um, the the person who who proposed the bill, um, he he is in my jurisdiction. His his name's uh, 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 Senator Carlucci, David Carlucci, and I started talking to him, and I said, like, you you had no idea what you're doing in trying to regulate something that you had no idea about like which is politics anyway but mm -hmm. didn't you think that you would want to talk to some people about it and his response was is i was at a keurig machine and i figured oh, well why don't we why don't we create this for tattooing and i was like well tattoos are way different than a shitty cup of coffee Tell him, tell him to can, do the same. Can thing we with also paper. talk about how fucking terrible it is? <laughs> right, tell him to do the same environment. Thing with paper. Tell him, tell him next time that he wipes part his of ass. My each piece of toilet paper has to be taken out of a little cup. Exactly, and unfolded. And you only get yeah, you get one ply, and it's yes, it's folded. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, hair hair hair, that, hair dye can hair dye can only be sold in serialized one one milliliter packaging. And uh, is this a is this a truth? Yeah, like you're saying it, that that this this type of stuff is already played. No, I mean like this is we 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 no they they they're they're in the process of trying to do this stuff on the cosmetology side too. But it's the same yeah, it's yeah. the same sort of bullshit. So how did you? It's how did you talk them out of it? Well, um, when typically when you piss off people that. Uh, don't want to be told what to do. They all get upset, and mm -hmm. we had we we got a few other people. We didn't. I didn't really need to talk Carlucci out of it because once I explained it, and he was just like, "Oh, well, what you do makes sense." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, well, you didn't fucking talk to us, you know." And he's my age, so I wasn't. I talk. I didn't talk to him like he was a senator of the United, like a senator of New York State. I, I spoke to him like, like I'd be talking to you. Like, I've tattooed celebrities. I've tattooed like like other politicians. I've tattooed clergy. Like, I talk to everybody the same way. You know, in my eyes, you're we're all douchebags, but we're all trying to be cool douchebags to each other. And I just talked to him, and he was just like, you know, "That makes a lot of sense." And but then I also showed him. I showed him the environmental impact with all the plastics and stuff like that. I'm like, you're gonna get, you're gonna get all these, you know, tree huggers after you. You're gonna get all of these tattooers that hate to be told what to do after you. And then what you're doing is just doesn't make sense anyway. You know, I showed him the entire process. Um, it. Parts that helped were a I I you know have an education. I though I am very foul mouthed. I I I can explain my point better than what he was thinking. And I'm a I'm a Red Cross trainer for CPR, first aid, and bloodborne pathogens, and 
that kind of that kind of gave me a little bit of a heads up rather than other people because of you know like if the red cross trusts me enough to tell you how to save someone's life maybe i know a little bit more not saying that i do but maybe i might maybe know you know more than more the than... senator about the safety and the the sanitariness of some of these exactly that... yeah but yeah. i'm still so i understand how you can talk to him on on his level. And I think that that's an important thing that anyone needs when they want change. What's, what's really interesting to me is the fact that he talked to you. Is it not you specifically, but like every time there's something that people are upset with, they're like, you know, pick up your phone and call your Senator. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to fucking leave a voicemail for him like everyone else. And he's going to delete it. But what you're saying is no, I actually left a voicemail for my Senator talk to my senator and fix some bullshit. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, I don't know a single person our age that's really, well, I, I actually, I do know a few. Um, we have an old classmate that's, uh, that's, uh, I believe, um, is an assemblyman. He's in an assemblyman. Maine. Yes, that's correct. In um, so we do know some people, um, but it's very rare that I've heard of anyone making a change like that. And in your case, you actually managed to get this bill revoked before it was enforced right yeah yep so what was the process of getting a hold of him i mean were you hunting him down or did he just reply like he's like no i'm about ready to pass this i better listen to this guy because i don't want to shoot myself in the foot it was it was a collective um we had a girl named bridget up in albany that did like uh was that change.org or whatever? Yeah, um, yeah the petition site. Yeah. We, did, yeah, we did a petition. Uh, I think we got close to 50,000 signatures on that. Um, I would call over, over, and over again. Uh, I, I knew where this guy, all of this, all of this guy's offices were. So I would go. It was only his one office in Ossining is only an hour from me. The other office is literally 10 minutes down the road so i would show up i would call i would show up i would call and i wouldn't stop until i got an answer um and that's that's what i think the biggest if you want to if you want to create change in anything you do i really feel that you have to keep going until you get the answer that you want you know and if if you're not going to get the answer that you want, you have to at least get answered why you're not getting the answer that you want. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a great story. And the ink law was never enforced. So these never the the K cups of the K cups of ink packets um um were never were never enforced. Um I, I am interested, like like Wade said about motive, because <clears throat> you know it's uh it's a cool justification to say, oh, well, I saw it and I saw it when I was getting a cup of coffee in my office. And I thought, right. why not apply this to everything in life? But that's so holy strange. shit, that's a specific industry. Like, what did the guy have? Did the guy even have tattoos? No, nope. Uh, they, they, uh, Senator Carlucci doesn't. I mean, we've joked about it since, but uh, yeah, no. Because that's that's a pretty specific change, and I'm not a senator, so I don't understand why these are made. Um, Wade kind of goes more towards the power equals evil, um, and that's uh, power corrupts. Well, yeah, 
Gunner is usually more of the like, like the deep complex conspiracy theory. And I'm more of the like, no, he had a friend. Like I'm more of the, like he had somebody that told him it was a good idea. He had some type of financial stake in it. It was just a simple quick win for him. Um, and maybe he even thought that his ratings were going to improve because of it. But I, it still seems like something with without a whole lot of perception, right? I don't think that at the dinner table, I'd be sitting down with my family talking about how great it is now that um, tattoo artists had to change the way that they got ink. Right. Um, we. I don't have anything confirmed that anybody was uh... – influencing anyone um we do have our suspicions of of someone because they were pretty much the only ones out there with it but um the the european union is going through something very similar now with with blues and green inks they're trying to ban blue and green inks in the in the european union and i was in their cadmium salts right or something like that or uh, to be a hundred percent honest, I haven't fully dove into that because I don't. I'm gonna. I, I will. I will look more into it and have a better answer for you. Um, <laughs> but right now, it's something within those those colors that they're trying to ban. Yeah, and again, it's it's people without enough information creating laws instead of like listening to what's going on. Like I have a ton of green and blue pigments in me. And if, if it causes something, then, I mean, I must have it because I have a ton of blue and green in me. Yeah. Um, And maybe, maybe a first step wouldn't be to ban it. Right. It would be to disclaim it. You know, like California is right. famous for this, right? Um, everything that we consume on a daily basis in New York, in California, has a warning uh, with it, right? Well, well, because you know, and it, yeah, and you know, we we go back because on 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 my side of the fence, there are there are products that you can sell in the European Union that you can't sell here, yes, because. There are certain core ingredients, you know, like that. The, the, for whatever reason, the European regulatory authorities consider them safe for human consumption or human use, and which here is the fucking, FDA never signed on it. Which is bizarre because typically in the food industry, which I have a bit of yes. experience in, they're way more strict in the in the EU as far as compared to American standard regulatory standards. Well, you know, and and, and to to kind of go back to this thing is they're they're you know like d- despite my pre- my my preponderance to conspiracy, there's all you know there's also exactly what you know you're saying, which is that it's sometimes it's just somebody gets a dumb fucking idea. And nobody's in a position to be like, this is a dumb fucking idea. Don't do this. It's, hey, our job is legislating. Let's legislate today. Um, and the some, question is, and, and is there a it, Mick, sometimes it's is there a Mick in Europe that can help, you know, that can help turn that back? Hey, I was um, I was watching a uh, live stream with a few tattoo artists this this afternoon. And there's a gentleman that has a shop here in New Jersey and then in in uh, 
in Vegas. His name is Mario Barth, and he he is working. He also owns an ink company, so he has a little bit more skin in the game than others. But he's he's working hard, and um, I, I sent him a message and I said, "Yo, like you know, I worked on the stuff in New York State. You know, if you need any help, let me know." He said, "Right now, the only help that we need is for people to get on, sign these petitions." um and and get the information out on on what's happening you know so again it's it's knowledge it's it's understanding and and doing what's right for all of us because if they start doing stuff in europe eventually it's going to come to new york just like if they start doing stuff in new york eventually it's going to you know affect the rest of the united states that's why it was so important for us to stand up and stop it in new york state Mm-hmm. Before it got to like Virginia and Delaware and California, because let's let's be honest, like things start in New York and California, and then yeah, they spread feed the rest of the country, the country from there. Yeah. Now, um, <clears throat> I know we're we're hitting about an hour now. We can keep going. Um, I know that. Uh, be- I didn't talk to you at all about this, but um, you're one of the I, probably. Might even be the first person where I'm like, "Hey, we're out on Discord," and you're like, "Oh yeah, I use Discord. I use yeah. it for gaming." So I'm like, "Okay, well, this is cool. He's already got Discord. He's already got gaming. You got your camera on, which is fantastic." Um, so uh, I have to ask. Um, now I'm not a huge gamer. I'd say we all kind of pepper ourselves throughout some video games. Um, right. I'm, I'm kind of the one where I don't dip my toes into a game. So what I play, I play and I kind of stay away from some of the other ones um, right. that are more popular. But uh, uh, how often do you play and what games do you play? Um, all right. <laughs> First I, beforehand, uh, are you a PC master race or are you console gamer? I, I am both. Ah, very nice. Okay. Okay. Sorry, um, <laughs> so I have, I have my, uh, I, I, obviously I'm talking you through my, my master race rig. Yeah, um, do, you, do you have a, do you have a PS5? I have a PS5. I have an Xbox series X. Um, Box. so, so I, I, uh, I'm, I'm one of the very rare people that bridge the gap. Yeah. So yeah, here's here here's the question. Are 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 you are you are you indulging in PD, PC Master Racedom with a 3000 series or uh 6000 series uh GPU here cuz uh if you have the trifecta then uh yeah, you, you one you're a baller uh and two So what Gunner's referring to, I believe. Dude, how would you get that series coming away? Uh, what no, Gutter's no, referring I, to is I, a I video card that's like contraband yes, right now. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, no, I'm explaining to the audience. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I did not so, need to. You probably know more about building PCs than me, and, and I'm an IT guy. Um, uh, my but God, Eddie, Trace, <laughs> talking down to me, you condescending motherfucker! I'll get you. Are you sending stink waves to him you, right now? Real insults will come in when you find out how I'm talking to you right now. Um, <laughs> we'll save that. We'll save that. Um, so, so Gunner, um, I, I want him to answer your video card question, but first I want him to mention like one of the games that he plays because I'm really curious. Um, I, I, 
I play this game called Sea of Thieves. Uh, yes. Pretty much religiously. I am on, I would say, out of the seven days a week, I'm probably on until about one or two in the morning, five days a week. Right. Do you have a regular crew? No pun intended. Um, I, I have a few people. It was funny because, um, my my regular crew as you as you put it yes uh i i was like listen i've got this um podcasting that i'm doing with these guys from back home tonight so i'm not going to be able to be on and they're like oh that's cool like let us know the links and stuff so 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 i'm giving up a little bit of my gaming time to hang out with you nerds well it's very I nice appreciate that we do appreciate that quite a bit but we don't want to take too... up too much of that time um oh sorry, no no, ahead, no i i don't mean that badly <laughs> Continue. I do game, uh, this is game a good amount, um, and I'm I'm away from my fire team right now, so I. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm God so hooked into be... Destiny Two. Destiny oh, Two. No, 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 not God. Destiny Two, huh? Yeah, yeah. I got in right. way late in the game, but all right. I started playing like probably well, probably a little bit less than a year ago. Now, are you? Are you? I mean, I'm assuming you're also Master Race, considering the comment. No, I, well, I I do have the option to go master race, but I for the vast he's, a vast majority of I'm a console gamer. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's 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 living the Sandy Bridge six core lifestyle, you know. Sir. Yeah, 2013 represent. <laughs> um, so for for those for those like me have no idea what games you guys are talking about. Um, what's Sea of Thieves? type of game is it like if somebody were to like see it from a distance what would they be seeing you play and do um it is a pvp pve type of game where you mm-hmm. uh sail a ship around uh with x amount of people there's there's three types of ships there's a sloop a brigantine and a galleon which is a the the sloop is a two person, brigantine is a three, and the galleon is a four. So that's your crew. You sail around doing different either against the environment or or you go against other ships that are mm-hmm. other people in their server, kind of like a it's almost like a call of duty for pirates. Yeah. To to break it down at the most simple. Now now like, you know, when you when you say something like Call of Duty, you know, you're mentioning a game where people are very familiar with with walking around, you know, ducking behind buildings or whatever they're doing. Um, I don't think the average person has done any of those things in a ship. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, is the gameplay similar to a first-person shooter, or is it actually does it really change mechanics? Because you know, I would assume that it, 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 sometimes you're more distant um, in the middle of battle. Yeah, you'll be. You can fire cannons from your ships. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of really. It, my suggestion for people if they want to kind of get the feel of. Um, of Sea of Thieves is to either get on YouTube or Twitch and just kind of watch people play it for a little bit. Um, but it can be really boring and really exciting at the same time. It's like, it's it, yeah, it's it actually <laughs> like, like you, a six hour boat ride. You guys are all just my, hanging out waiting to get your destination. You, 
Dude, yeah, but then no the idea. enemy boat comes up and all that skull fuckery starts to happen. Yeah, and then they and then they sink your ship and destroy the last four hours of your life. And oh, wow. I have I have to ask the question: Have you fought the megalodon? Which megalodon? Actually, is there is there multiples? Yes. <laughs> See, that's not now. Okay, so What's a, know. what the hell is a megalodon? It sounds the like great, it might dude, be a dinosaur. A giant beast. shark. You don't know megalodon? No, I don't it's know like, what a mega shark. Do you not watch Shark Week? No. Oh my god, mega shark! It's uh, no, think of like a great white, He's, but like prehistoric, was, so like gigantic. Okay. Yeah, so it's a so, prehistoric so, shark. So the prehistoric shark eats your fucking ship, pretty much. It can. It can. Is there other? Is there other things? I mean, you say it's versus the environment. Are there? Are there like like? Is there kraken? There, there's a kraken. Um, there's uh, like you sail to different islands. You have to either dig up or fight skeleton captains or just regular skeletons. Oh. Uh, there's so a, some um, of the undead coming back at you. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like mercenary stuff or uh, uh, merchant stuff rather, where you go and deliver like a chicken or or, or like a crate of of plants or whatever. You know, it, it there there is so many different facets to it. And when they first started Sea of Thieves, it was kind of lacking in its content. It was a rough all, start, I remember. It was a real rough, slow start. But at this point, there are so many different things that you can do that it's I mean, it, there's there's a ton of things for you to do. Now point. you said is that, more than is that rare? Bear Studios. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's rare. Oh, yeah. Nice. Now you said you, there's Actually, more than was, just. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, wasn't that one of the, like Rare actually broke off from Microsoft after that, right? Or are they still? Part no, of they that, were. That's that, when they were. That was their first. I believe it was one of the first titles they that they published exclusively for Microsoft after they had been yes. purchased. Yes. Okay. So it, it was. It was in the middle of one of their like production hell, corporate shakeups. I mean, to be honest with you, the thought of it alone is extremely ambitious. So I'm sure there was pressure from Microsoft to just get it out, get out what you have, because people were fucking pumped and hyped. Absolutely. And is that is that multi-platform? You can do PC or you can do Xbox. And which one do you stick to usually? Um I'll bounce back and forth. I prefer the Xbox just because I enjoy the controller. And now that I have the Series X, it loads as fast as my PC did. So there's really not much of a difference other than, you know, uh, yeah. My PC's a little bit more souped up, but I don't know. Yeah. It, it's let's, less let's hostile. Let, let's hear let's hear you flex on your uh, PC master race rig here. What 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 what, what you packing? <laughs> Jesus. Um oh, man. Uh I'm gonna have to pull it up. I as you put as we as as I put you on the spot. As you put me on the spot. It's got, it's got Intel I'm gonna, HD I'm gonna... integrated graphics. Hey man, don't be hating. Gunner, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us hard disk drive? <laughs> How, how much productivity you're getting out of your power station? <laughs> How's that MacBook Pro treating you? Ah, 
you just shot me in the heart. <laughs> uh, listen, <laughs> I do all of my graphic stuff on my MacBook Pro. Don't worry, man. Um, yeah, so Water, I... Uh, my keyboard for life. Fortunately, I play games that don't demand much, but uh, I actually am on the new M1 MacBook Pro, ah. which you want to talk about Master Race. Move over, Intel. There's a new processor manufacturer in town. Now, that sounds stupid right now because <laughs> you can't play a fucking game on this thing, um, at least not very well, but uh, very very impressive hardware that Apple came out with. It's based off of their uh, their iPads and their their cell phones. It's very cool, but <coughs> it also means... <laughs> <coughs> Camera, sorry. Mm, yeah, sorry. unfortunately, I mean, the, the, the listeners can't see it, but unfortunately, <laughs> no, this fucking expensive, <laughs> this expensive fucking laptop came with... A 720p camera um, because Apple has their head up their own asshole. So these guys are constantly, and I could tell by your, I mean, you got a nice webcam. Wade's got a good webcam. Gunner would have to reboot. He was a cat last week. He's got a really good webcam with like, you know, on the fly 3D custom backgrounds and all that shit. But yeah, uh, yes, yeah. Um, so is there, is that pretty much it? Most of your time is spent with that game or is there some other ones that you play? Um, that's, that's pretty, that's when I play for me, that's kind of what I play. I play a lot of Fortnite with my son. He's, mm -hmm. he's really into Fortnite and, you know, we like running around and, you know, destroying other little kids and talking smack. <laughs> do you, do you, do you have your head set out of your talking smack? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Wait I, I talk Fortnite more smack. For a while. I did. Oh, hey, you didn't have to reboot. Gunner got his oh, camera whoa. working. Nice jacket, Gunner. I like that. This this is Sharp. a shirt. I'm oh. just impressed like with the shirt. fucking blurred background. Like <laughs> I'm sitting here talking up my Mac. He's got some fucking custom background shit going on. Yeah, and he's holding the mic like he's Elvis. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do. Uh... I couldn't do. I'm also Fortnite. probably going to die on the toilet like that too. So it's it's. Oh it's, please! It's, it's, it's <laughs> Try a veggie burger once in a while. They're delicious. <laughs> I, I actually been. wow. I'm on a little Beyond uh, Meat Burger kick lately. Like I've been craving burgers. Yeah. And I like that Beyond. That those Beyond patties are pretty good. Not gonna lie. Yeah, the Impossible ones are pretty good. I I there's uh, what's a Bear Burger. There's there's a chain of Bear Burgers down here, and they have some really good like. Like bean patties. Hmm. Yeah, I couldn't do Fortnite. Um, and that's crazy because I used to play Call of Duty several years back. Yeah. And I thought that was probably like the most aside from like 4chan or like some of like the really rough Reddit sub subreddits, like the most toxic place on the internet. Absolutely. And then I played Fortnite and I was like, Wow, holy shit. Yeah, I'm <laughs> talking about this yeah. rough. Yeah. My son's eight, and we do when we do one v one, like he'll build like this thing out of all. I don't know. They do the building in the Fortnite now, and I'm just I'm a typical Call of Duty kind of guy where I'll just hide behind something. Right. And he's like building a ladder up and around me and shooting me in the back of the head. I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? He's like, Daddy, turn around. I'm like, Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I think the building mechanics definitely give an interesting element to that game um i'll do the yeah. uh I, i'll do the battle royale but i can't build <laughs> i can't no. build no and I um i, I actually 
I actually started playing, and this is this is a fucking weird world of first person shooters, but I started doing the PUBG mobile. Really? And they're really strict. They'll only pair you against another mobile player. Um, you know, even though they're cross platform and everything, they'll only pair you against another player. So first of all, if you're on a you know, like a really big tablet, like a like a like a bigger iPad, um, you have your you have more accuracy than the people on cell phones. So that kind of gives you an advantage. But aim is so bad because it's so hard to aim with with these touch devices. So you could oh, fucking and the best yeah. feeling is winning, right? So you can really right. kick some ass uh, playing PUBG Mobile. But I've tried that out, but I am completely terrified to get a mouse and keyboard out because I know I'm going to get destroyed. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Sea of Thieves of has Xbox. Sea of Thieves has the um, they have the PC PC and Xbox servers, and then they have Xbox Xbox only servers now. Okay. Which, levels the playing field a lot because when you have a pc i mean there's programs that you can run where you can have cheats and stuff like that mm -hmm. which like with the aim bots and stuff, it just ruins the game it you does. Know? so and, that was a problem with PUBG on xbox because people were modding and getting mouse and keyboard and it's it's there's no aim assist in PUBG, which is why it's super difficult like for a console right. player and it, it fucking ruined the game like honestly a, a big reason why i stopped playing because yeah. you ha you have to practice that game a lot because there is no aim assist. It really is just muscle memory. You practice, 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 and you just get some jack wagon with like fucking mouse and keyboard, and it's obvious. You know what I mean? Like there's right. no, it's it, it ruined it. Yeah, we actually, absolutely. my son and I got the, uh, it's like the 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 phone triggers, and what you can do is you can bring oh, yeah. your fire way up to the edge of the screen. You know, you press a physical trigger and it'll tap the fire button. It's just way up and out of it. Oh. And then you have the whole right and the whole left, almost like the shitty steam controller. You have the whole right and left to do your controls. So you can do your look and you can do your move. And uh, that was that was doable. The problem that I had with it was the matches can last a long time. And since I, I actually would play on my phone, I tried it on the iPad, but it was just uh, my like my thumbs weren't large enough to hit the buttons and i don't know so i would do it on my phone but the problem is is after two games like my neck hurts because i'm just yeah. kind of staring into this it you can see a lot right i mean the resolution on a cell phone is fantastic but you're holding your hands up by your head like it's a weird very very awkward way to play there's also that intensity of like when you're playing like i get tense at times like especially when i'm in like a heated match like I get, yeah, I like hold my breath. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't play more than a few games because I'll run out of oxygen. Yeah, and if you got the headphones in, some of that stuff is scary. You hear firing yeah. in the distance, and you're like, "Oh shit, my, my friends, where are my friends? I need yep. my friends." I hear bullets. <laughs> I hope one of them accidentally slipped a key, and that they're firing. Yeah, it's the same. Like with Sea of Thieves, you'll hear a cannon in a distance, and you're like. Oh shit! I hope they're not coming for me. Like, <laughs> Gunner, you keep leaving and coming back on the video. There, you try yeah. to turn yourself into a cat again, aren't you? Yeah, it was, that was that was the, that was the project. <laughs> I, so, I, so Gunner, I I didn't I didn't spend all this effort getting AI working on a webcam just to not abuse it. Is this a is this a COVID cut or is this how you typically keep your hair? 
Gunner Sarah changes probably every, would you say, Gunner, two weeks? I don't know. I mean, define two weeks. Uh, uh, 14 days. days. <laughs> 14 days. Are those, I think are it's generally. Days or? I mean, I'm not the smartest guy. I'm the dumbest yeah. one on this podcast, but I think it's 14 days. Quite Typically, 14 days is definitely two weeks. Gunner, do you I take the most abuse? Yes. Okay. You seem like a well, good because nobody else, nobody else has got oh, the stones to take it. Poor shit. <laughs> you bust my stones constantly, Gunner. You're so full of shit. Yes, that too. <laughs> okay. Gunner, Gunner usually does have some pretty cool haircuts, though. Um, yeah. Different colors. No, Gunner is the fucking awesome haircuts. I stopped Except cutting today. my hair because of COVID. No, um, I'm I'm growing out as part of my uh, slow descent into de- de- degeneracy since uh, I'm no longer going to be gainfully employed in the straight slash square world. So, you know. Yeah, he's finally leaving the corporate world after like 12 years. All right. And he, do, do and do? he, has, and he has no plan. I'm just kidding. I have no he plan. has no plan. Oh, mushroom <laughs> farm. No plan. A mushroom farm? Yeah. And subcontracting. Well, the... the, the See how the subcontracting works out. Are, are you still in the the Canastota area? Yeah, I'm up high in the hills of Smithfield, the Mooresville. Mo- prop- Mooresville oh, proper. Mooresville. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. Because I know in Canastota they like their onion farms, right? Yeah, they used that is to. Correct. Yeah. yeah, we used to. Yeah. Until Unfortunately, Graziano's uh, went or. Rapazzati's directly to Rapazzati's yeah. went out of business. For I'm not yeah, sure where they, they grow the meth in Oneida, but that's that's I believe that's their cash crop right now. I, in, in between I, um, the burn yeah, dairy I, downtown, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I think it's between Oneida and Dermville. Ah, yeah. no, I see you. You say that I, I I don't know. I mean, like, there's a lot of entrepreneurs in the downhill road around where I live, where uh, we kind of have a consistent string of. Uh, Self-employed Ex- individuals. Explosions. I, I go by some of these houses. Um, I'm just walking by them. You know, you can like, you can like smell, you could smell smells that aren't supposed to be in a house. Maybe they're okay in a yeah. dumpster. And I walk by and I look and I'm just like, hmm, is that consumer or a cook? <laughs> like, I'm like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just yes. <laughs> and if you get it from them, is the is the cat shit included? Like, do you just get free cat shit? Nice. So when I was in high school, I worked at Radio Shack, and Ooh. right in Oneida. And uh, the manager of Radio Shack, she was an awesome, crazy lady. She had like the super long fingernails, smoked like three packs of cigarettes a day. I fucking hated her guts, but keep going. I I absolutely adored Georgine. She was oh. she was so mean and mm-hmm. condescending to the customer. Yeah, she taught me she how, how to sell. Yeah, yeah. She was very <laughs> mean and condescending. I fucking had a passion. I, I just hated that. I hated every ounce of her soul. But keep going. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Holy okay, shit. So she di- she died of cancer and Good. a few years a few years oh, after she died. Oh. I was waiting for it. Come on. Oh. <laughs> she her house uh was one of the fucking meth labs in Wampsville. Oh. Like it was insane. Yeah. Like her old house or it was like while she was alive. 
No, no, no. Her old house after she had passed house. was sold, and it, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, she didn't come so, off as a meth as, as a meth cook. Why didn't you like her? Um, for the same reason no, that you not just said. <laughs> her smoking. How often did you interact <laughs> with this woman, Trace? Okay, I'm. I was. I was a. I, I'm a like a technical guy, you know, always tinkering with electronics, and um, the only possible way that I can get those electronics, unless you know, back then you would have had to have a magazine and a phone number because the internet yes. didn't exist, right? And the only thing preventing me from getting the right electronics was a cunt named Georgine that worked at Radio <laughs> Shack in Oneida. Wow. I'm glad she's dead. Dropping the seed. And I would wow. walk in there. I'd walk in there and she would just start fucking like talking me out of buying things and telling yeah. me, oh, she sucked so bad. Um, well, Trace, let's be fair, though. You, you, well, you, you were you not going to work. And I'm like, I need I need some fucking RCA plugs. I need them in my life right now. Well, what are you going to do with them? It's not your business what I'm going to do with them. I want those fucking RCA plugs. And fucking electrocute my nipples with them, you cunt. Go die of cancer. Oh, God, dude. Wow. <laughs> Man. You know, I'm, I'm as, sorry. as evil as I it sounds, I, I just, there's I just some locals that, that completely did, agree with me. Right oh, now. oh, I Today know. I'm, I'm, when, I, when I bring up her name, I, I either get the, oh, she was awesome, or I mm -hmm. get the, oh, my God, she was the most dreadful woman on the planet mm -hmm. and but you liked her as a boss she was she was actually really she cared a lot she just came off a lot she did come off the way that you 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 talk but she she also cared a lot about her employees it's also tough from my perspective because number one, I had a pretty big chip on my shoulder back then, so I have to remember well, that she was talking to what that. What do person. you mean back then? <laughs> <laughs> and number two, I was a very typical, like uneducated young kid walking in. Even if that's not who I was, that's who I was perceived. Right. And uh, I think right. that whenever you're in an industry, there's certain types of clientele you're going to treat differently. Now, I don't, I don't believe that. That's way the way you should run a business. You know, I feel that no. if if she were a little bit nicer about it, then I wouldn't have found electronic magazines and just bought stuff elsewhere. And to that point, she killed the entire Radio Shack industry. Single human. She killed it. It's her fault. She was the one. <laughs> no, but uh, um, but you know, in an industry that was um that was soon to uh to meet its maker. Um, it, it was dying the, when it, I. What, you, you mean retail? Because that the radio <laughs> shack, radio yeah. shack ain't like uh, exclusionary on that fucking list, there, buddy. Yeah. Best Best mm. Best Buy is like, hey, we can do Amazon with with half with like a third of the infrastructure. If Georgine was still alive, she'd be selling Funko Pops that right now. If if, if Georgine was alive, she would have killed Jeff Bozos and worn Orna's skull like a hat while taking over his she, empire. She would have single handedly taken on Netflix and kept that blockbuster next door up and running. Yes. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> and having to go to the last blockbuster on the planet out in what is that, uh, Oregon? Yeah. Is, yeah, is, is, is so, there some, yeah. Is there something ironic about Netflix doing it? Like, like just summing up the. I haven't is, watched is it that, yet. Is that a kind of like? 
is that a kind of like okay you've reached the internet the end of the internet yeah. you can just put the computer away now and when, yeah, it's yeah. The, uh, when blockbuster it's the says hitman okay killed you yeah. and he's at your yeah the hitman that killed you or the 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 mob boss that murdered you and then shows up at your wedding or yeah. excuse me at your funeral yeah, that, I watched that the other night, and it's actually a really good documentary, though. Yeah? I see yeah, it on the, the news The feed. last blockbuster. <clears throat> it was good. So do you, so you think Redbox, do you think Redbox outlasts Netflix? No. No. Do you think, Red, you think Redbox is still in business five years from now? No. Yes. Really? Five years, yes. Ten years, no. Gotcha. I'll tell you. Is that because sales, stream, best seller of those fucking DVDs? Is, is that because there's not? Is that because they're not making physical DVDs at this point, or is that because we've descended into post-apocalyptic anarchy while uh, we're uh, you know we're uh, fighting for the last drops of gas uh, on, on a cursed and dying Earth? Did, did you just talk about like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? Is that what we're talking did. about? You certainly yes. did. Yeah, pretty much. Trace nods. He knows what he's talking about. Can't hear you nod, Trace. (laughs) Team Turner. You know, just because just because I slept through it doesn't mean I didn't watch it. Oh, speaking of Trace Turner, did you watch Fury Road? That's actually that's that's. I think that's the only one I saw. That was the latest one, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the only one Tom I watched. Hardy. I should have watched the original, and I would have been more vested in in, yes. in the uh, in the sequel. I have to pose a musical question, and I just I guess I I thought about this today, so I was scrolling through videos or whatever. Did uh, is your musical Why? question? Did Tina Turner hold up better than Cher at the same age? Because the answer no. is no. Like, why does no one? I understand, like Beyonce, all this financial success, but like Tina Turner, she didn't have shit on Tina Turner. Like, I don't think it's comparable at all. I hear all this about Beyonce, I don't hear shit about Tina Turner. Tina Turner did it on purpose. Um, what are we? What are we talking about? Can we rewind? I think I missed the topic. I, I'm, I don't understand. So I watched a video <laughs> of Tina Turner. I want to say it was on. Maybe even before Carson, but she's mm-hmm. out there with Ike and her band, and I'm like, dude, this is fucking like Beyonce, but way better. I don't know, like, and there's no like without it, it was such a. I guess I'd never really put the two together, but I felt like wow, like Beyonce's career, uh, impressive. Don't get me wrong, I'm not taking anything away from her, but like, dude, with like no. No accolades for Tina Turner. Like no one's talking about Tina Turner now. It's like, oh yeah, she was hot in the seventies and eighties or whatever. But it's like, nah, like she was out in the sixties. I'm pretty sure. The there's actually a theory anyway. that there's actually a theory. I, I'm not going to get too much into the music. You guys can, but there's actually a theory that explains a lot of this, and it has to do with um, like generational um, relevance. And uh, I, I, I'm going to butcher it, but. It's essentially, it's like an exponential drop. Um, if something happened yesterday, we talk about it a lot. But if something happened, you know, when my when my father was my age, we're not going to talk about it a, a, as much. So I would say a lot of it probably has to do with um, the fact that the people the people that w- that are talking about Beyonce right now may not have 
really been in the thick of it, uh, they, you know, consuming music on mass when Tina Turner was doing her thing. Um, and, and I think you can go back and with a lot of musicians and do the same parallels, right? I mean, a lot of people, you know, credit Elvis with stuff, but he was largely a thief as well, right? And a lot of the yeah. stuff that he did, he had taken from people before him. Um, so that's that's my like high level, not really knowing enough about Tina Turner to be able There's to talk. The, you know, and, and the kind of to correlate to that too, you can kind of see this transition because it's, Tina Turner, and I don't not music, not anywhere near the same musical talent, but Madonna, and Madonna came in like at the end, of, the tail end of her career, was right when they invent like we we got to this point where we had the internet and technology that eff- effectively allowed you to constantly stimulate someone's amygdala and f- just keep people in your fucking, you know the, the the thing is is that like I don't think. You know, Beyonce, Gaga, all that stuff. That they're byproduct. It's not just pop music. They're byproducts of the environment in which we consume media now. Mm-hmm. Because it's that same thing with Facebook. You can just fucking keep stabbing that fucking reptile brain mm-hmm. and get that that response. So, you know what my wife said the other day? It, it, oh, I gave her the dirtiest stare. Um, <laughs> a song came on. And she said, this is from TikTok. Like, no, it's not. Yep. Nothing's from TikTok. Um, but yeah, it, it supports what you're saying is that it's it's a lot about how we consume it. And um, and I think that's a good point. I don't know if that supports or, um, you know, Wade's point about why we're not talking about Tina Turner. But uh, I, I mean, I, re- I remember music being something that was very difficult to get your hands on where if there was something you hadn't heard before and you wanted more of it, you would have to hunt for it. You'd either had to have a friend that had access to it or you'd, I mean, I remember putting a huge antenna up in my bedroom um, down on route 31 um, and picking up a station from Rochester because that was the only station around me that wasn't playing the same stuff. Right. And I found out about bands that way. And then I would go out and I would buy the the music from those bands if I could find it, if they had it in stock. Um, that discovery process, it, it allowed the music industry to flourish. It allowed a lot of money to come into the music industry because people would, would do anything to get their hands on it because it wasn't easy to just to just, to just play it. Um, and now, you know, not only are we in the YouTube era where any song that you want, you can just go to YouTube and click play, but we've actually surpassed the YouTube era now. And now we're in this, like, it's almost, we're in this like music meme era where every song has to be associated with a meme. So it's not, you know, blinding lights might be the biggest hit of the year, but it's actually the TikTok dance that people start thinking about when it comes on. It's not actually the singer. It's not actually his music video. So, right. yeah, I mean, I don't know if that kind of supports what Wade's saying about people talking about Beyonce. I actually feel like Beyonce is part of the old 2000s music where yes. um, people were kind of getting away from physical albums and starting to get into MP3s. I actually don't know anyone that actually listens to her. I mean, uh, I, I live in a little <laughs> bit more of an urban community and mm-hmm. she's still like the queen of all like pop music, essentially. 
like so, still relevant. Are, are, are we are we slowly advance? What was it? Half baked. They had the guy had the seven minute abs, and he's like, "Well, what if somebody comes out with a tape that says six, six minute abs?" Six minute abs. Yeah. It's, it, <laughs> it's stupid. Nobody would. But you know, like, are are, are we just like kind of on the spiral of like we're just going to have to get shorter and shorter songs? Well, I think also like for like, TikTok playthrough. <laughs> Like right now, like if you said right now, like like Megan V Stallion and like uh, uh, Cardi B, maybe is a little bit still very super popular. But like I think Megan V Stallion is probably like the one, right? And SZA, I think her name is as well. There's a couple that are like really hot right now. Mm-hmm. But then you always have those like mega artists that are still mm-hmm. remain relevant, yeah. and it's in our like they're just considered the greatest of all time. Like Beyonce is just the greatest of all time. Which, if you go by sales, I guess you, you probably, I mean, I don't know the actual numbers, but they have to be, that has to be somewhat true, I'd imagine, to remain that popular for so long. She, and, and probably people are going to be upset about this, but I feel like she's just just a hair removed from Kanye West, where she she seems like she is, she, there's, there's some genius there, but there's also yeah, yeah, a have- whole bunch of being famous for the sake of being famous um, with her. It, are, are are we still kind of because like it goes back and forth? Are where are we on the Kanye is genius versus just bug fuck crazy and full of himself? Like, because yeah. it, it it vacillates back and forth. Like they could probably be both. No, no, I'm it, sure it, it's a combination. It, it works together. I think. I yeah. think yes. part of the the the. It, it it's the same thing it, when it comes to like like art. You know, like like the crazier and more progressive you are with your with your art or your music the more people are going to be like wait that's kind of different let's try that out now when it comes to the tina turner versus beyonce like like tina turner was around during the times where you would get your music on vinyl you know you you would actually go and get vinyl and you had to have the kind of musicianship that would you being put on vinyl where now with Beyonce and like, and I'm not saying anything bad about like the weekend or whatever, because a lot of people talk smack about his Super Bowl performance. I thought it was genius. I liked it. I, um, did too. I liked it a lot. They're, they're able to get their music out via like the internet. And it's so much more, um, it's it's just out there for all of us, you know, kind of like you were saying, like that, like clicking the, the, the lizard's eyeball, you know, like, like, like it's there. It's always there. It's, uh, there was that one song. Uh, what is the guy's name? Old town road. It was him. And then Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. Oh, Nas 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 X. X. Yeah. Like, like, I'm, I mean, listen, like it's not the kind of music that I consume on a daily basis. But if it, if my son is like, oh, dad, can we listen to that like Old Town Road song? I'm like, all right, you know, it's not bad, but it was also derived. Oh my god, it's so amazing! It's good. Yeah, I actually like yeah, the song I, more after seeing the music video. I'm yeah. partial to Panini, but but Old Town Road's all right too. It's also a really short Panini, song. I'm pretty sure the name of the song is Panini. Little Nas X. It's catchy. It's very catchy. Right. But it's it also. Out. 
Yeah. Uh, Old Town Road is also a short song. Like um, yeah. when I was playing it, I'm like, man, they really don't stretch this out. They could have stretched mm -hmm. that song out. They really don't. It's almost like they just got together. They goofed around. They recorded the three minutes and they're like, man, this is actually like people really like this. Let's let's jump on this bandwagon. It wasn't even originally Billy Ray Cyrus with it. It was all little Nas oh. X. Oh, yeah. The really? first time that it was put out, he was singing the parts that Billy Ray Cyrus ended up singing now. But he picked he had to pick up steam before he got looked at. And that just I mean, that's that's just the the recording business at this point. You yeah. know, like they're they're that's not a, going to these little shows to see who the next, you know, um insert ska band you know what i mean like they're not going to see they're, they're not going to see real big fish at a little show to be like oh these guys will really work really well you know they're just scrolling the internet at this point yeah yeah so when's 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 uh ricky astley coming back uh doing a guest spot with a death metal grindcore band he's he's already on his way back man Fortnite yeah, he's been, alone, they've got that. Yeah. Uh, you know? He's been embracing wow. it. Good for him. Yeah. It's a good song. I actually, um, you know, I, I, I observe music a little bit differently now because I have children. And when children start liking a song that they shouldn't, I'm like, why? Why do <laughs> they like that song? Yeah. So, like, um, you know, it was only inevitable before, uh, you know, my house is getting Rick rolled on the on the regular and it's not really getting <laughs> Rick rolled. It's just my, at that, at that point it was, you know, two or three year old year old uh, son would just play that song over and over and over. And, uh, and I, I posted something up to a, to a, like a musician group. And I'm like, you know, I, it was just a picture of my, my son, you know, not very tall in front of this huge TV with Rick, Rick Astley on it. And, uh, and I posted it and I said, you know, for some reason, my son won't stop playing this video. And uh, the first reply was, it's actually a good song. And I'm like, that's probably <laughs> the most honest response. It's like, yeah, it's popular because it's fun to make fun of people with, but it's also popular because after all these years, it's still a pretty good song. <laughs> well, because the, 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 the other problem was is that Rick Astley actually was like, had a very good voice. The problem was that he was Rick Astley. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's the, it's the flip side of the Millie Vanilli thing. Like the Millie Vanilli guys actually were decent. Like the guy, the guys who did that, those tracks were actually decent singers. The problem was, is that they were not million Vanilli. They didn't. They they weren't. They weren't marketable. They weren't marketable people. I think Millie killed and, himself or something. Well, one the one of them did. Yeah, I'm not sure it was Millie or Vanilli. That's gotta suck. It's gotta suck to have a hit on Speaking. the radio and people don't know the difference between you. It's like it well, was it's like that's the like two. the early nineties. That's the dead. early nineties, like pop slash Euro pop slash like elect Euro electronica, like the like big booming voices, and then like this like stick figure like lip syncing in the videos right uh right side fred i'm too sexy, too sexy for this boy. song god that god oh. too sexy for this podcast <laughs> speaking of being too sexy for this podcast um 
we're probably we're we're over at this point as far as time. Yeah, goes. we're getting close to two hours. I think my, I'm the, my head cold started. I mean, like too, it, when you say cold. over over as far as time goes, I mean like you know for this episode, life in general, the cosmos. Just this, you know, just this, just this episode. Our our, our mortal coil. We're going to shuffle off this mortal coil with my number two pencil. Well, gunner, of, I will fill in all of the above. Okay. Yeah. But uh, Mick, man, thanks for coming on, dude. Uh, yeah. Awesome thanks for having you. me. I hope that yeah. you enjoyed it and you will come back. Whenever you guys want me back, I'll come and uh, shit talk anytime. That's awesome. Uh, maybe maybe we'll, maybe we'll trace a computer that can run Sea of Thieves, so you can watch. You can watch us choke. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh. You can, be, you, you can be on cat duty. Next time that you're on, so it'll be a little teaser. I'm going to ask you what celebrities you've tattooed. So we're gonna have a little. <laughs> we're gonna talk a little bit about. We're gonna have a little, right. a little more. A little teaser there, in the uh, in the industry as they call it. But with that, um, everyone uh, at home listening, all eight of you, nine now. Beth, thank you for uh, for becoming a, a listener. Um, hey, loyal uh, loyal sponsor. Spiritually. <laughs> but uh, we had a lot of fun with, with, with you, Mick. And uh, anybody that's listening, um, you know, give us a like, give us a share, friends and enemies. We'll take them all. Um, if you'd like to be critical of us, if you'd just like to go into the comments and talk some shit, go ahead and talk some shit. That's okay, too. Any type of publicity is good publicity. But... Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, have a good week. Gunner, take us on out of here. Ride the snake. Ride the snake. Ride the snake.